It's like going from a train to a car when you're playing Pathfinder. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Speaking as a Free Action Podcast. I'm joined this week with CJ and our celebrity guest, Shane. Celebrity. I don't know about no celebrity, but I'm here. Everybody knows about you. Celebrity fucking celebrity guest, bro. Celebrity guest, okay. Shane. We have Thank talked you. about Shane, I think. So he is a celebrity guest. He's he's canon to the podcast now. You but. definitely are in canon. <laughs> um, like main canon or just like you know the obscure canon that only gets referenced uh main canon you're like main you're canon. like part of the the dragon ball movies like you know you may be in like one of the spinoff movies but you're canon part of one of the canon movies canon movies that are mm-hmm. canon yep surprisingly there's not a lot of canons in them actually cj i saw a bunch of stuff today on the movie that explained a whole bunch of the stuff is very interesting uh the mm-hmm. new superhero movie and I don't watch any Dragon Ball, so I just kind of read through and like watched some of the clips, but it was very interesting. It's cool to see them kind of give older characters, I guess, that haven't seen as much uh, light or screen time, I guess. That love again. Yeah, like Piccolo yeah. needed some love. They gave uh, Gohan, Gohan some love again. Hell yeah, dude. That's what is fucking... Do What's Goku's other son's name? Goten. Goten? Goten? Okay. Mm-hmm. Do we... Is he Is he in the show? Like, you know what I mean? Like, is he, like, Go... He wow, is in I'm the movie, just... yeah. I don't want to say much about it, because, like... I think I've heard a little bit of it today. Yeah. 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 It's sweet, but... Yeah. Yeah. Well, I didn't know, like, how much in Super he was in. He was in Super a little bit. I mean, yeah. him and Trunks were still kids in Super. They, like, they weren't around Super often, but, like... I see what you did. You know. See what you did there with the super. Okay. Um. <laughs> I'm confused, but we're here. He said they weren't in it super often, and it's Dragon Ball oh, Super. Oh, good lord! In superhero movie. Yeah, it's funnier when you have to explain the joke. Um, yeah, moving on though. <laughs> uh, since we've recorded last, we have finished book three of Pathfinder or uh, uh, Pathfinder Keymaker. Most you guys we've have mostly finished. We still have voice ends tomorrow. There's like a little uh, curve that you guys have kind of moved across to get to more of the more pressing matters in the campaign. And it's fun because Shane's in the campaign, so he he knows like what's mm-hmm. going on. So tomorrow will be more of a uh, kind of like wrapping things up and prepping things for book four stories. Um, may do a couple time skips just to help kind of get those out of the way now. Uh, rather than doing a whole session worth of one, um, I think it'll be a little bit easier. Um, I'm, I'm very excited to move into book four. I think it's going to start changing the pace again. Uh, I think it's be real interesting again. It's it's starting to go in a dynamic that you guys haven't seen yet either. I think Vordekai kind of touched on it a little bit with you guys having to fight like this huge being rather than like a more minor force. This is like the first big fight you had. And now you guys are going to start moving into more, like, kind of more known villains, if that makes sense. Less, less, you know, Daredevil's 
Spider-Man villains and more Avengers level villains, and I think it's gonna be, I think it's gonna be really cool. Dude, you want to hear something hilarious? Yeah. So, it's funny that this happened, like that we fought Mordecai last week. Sometime during this week, I can't remember like what day it was, but I thought that uh, I didn't necessarily know, like because you've said that like there's spoilers for our campaign Kingmaker in the Pathfinder Kingmaker game on Steam. So, I haven't played it at all or watched anyone play it or anything like that. Right. So, like, I wasn't sure who all was part of our, like, campaign that would be in the game. Mm-hmm. And, uh, for some reason, I thought Vorticai was, uh, you. Like, I thought you... Like a custom creation? Mm-hmm. I thought that no. you had, had pulled up Vorticai, and I was like, okay. And then, like, no. I was on YouTube this week. And it was like episode forty of Kingmaker. We're gonna kill one guy. And I was like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> uh, Dude, it's I, like one of those. Go ahead, it's good. Sorry. Oh, I was just gonna say I never got to the video game portion of Vorticai. so reading about him was like crazy. It was like they're mm. they're actually gonna fight this thing. Almost like a you know when you get like a new car or like anything. And then you just, you never noticed the car before, but then once you get that new car, you notice it everywhere. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's kind of, yeah. Like, I do like that, that now. kind of effect. Yeah. I, I've i had my car for a few years now, and I still, when I see one of the models of my car, I'm like, oh my god, that's, I got that car. My car. That's, that's my car, but in, it's shiny version. <laughs> a different color. Well, I like um, that color. I know the color you always see that's not the color of your car is always nicer looking. I have this weird like maroon car. So like any other color seems better. Like I've seen it in like a dark mm-hmm. blue and black and I'm like, dude, those colors are nice. I got like a dark blue on mine, dude. I don't really get jealous of it. Too many other colors. Which is yeah. kinda nice. I would like dark blue. I think that would be nice. So this is the new stream. We just talk about our yeah, personal interests in cars. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Welcome to the speaking as a car. Um, oh. dude, these jokes are nailing tonight. Alright, dude, let's get into these. Talk about animals. a startup, dude. Let's get into the startup. CJ, you, before we got in, started, told me you have some new interesting rules. To, I do have to, some I guess, new review. rules, yeah. Usually, reading off rules isn't super interesting. However, these particular rules. Uh, I found were extremely interesting because as far as I'm aware there's nothing like this in Favi. Cool. And I know a lot of our like or I know a lot of your audience on your page is Favi, like they, yeah. they rock with. Yeah. So if someone I honestly think that this might be enough to like jump somebody to give Pathfinder a try. Oh, okay. The retraining rules for retraining Yeah. Listen, dude. Yeah, I won't Whenever you retrain your character in Pathfinder, so in like D&D 5e, as far as I'm aware, I don't think there's a way that you can like resubmit like your level ups. Can you retrain your level ups in 5e? Is there a rule for that? I, I don't think you can. I've never heard of a single person doing that. I'll say that. Okay. In Pathfinder, there are rules in here. Uh, you can retrain... Uh, your hit dice if you get like a really bad roll or really honestly if you're under your max hit hit points 
uh, you can train and spend uh, spend time with a, like a master at like a dojo or some shit like that. Mm-hmm. And at the end of that training, you'll gain one max HP. Uh, you can take five days to retrain an ability score improvement that you get at four A twelve. Oh, so, so instead put, of you could lo- take away the one you put and then move it to a new slot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if it would if it would do you better somewhere else. Yeah. Um, you can retrain your archetype if you went down an archetype, like instead of like going down the regular class. Right. You can just go down the regular class. Uh, you can retrain a class feature. So Scud, like yep. how I'm gonna retrain my ninja trick. Yep. Yeah, I've heard of that one before. Rules for this, like literally, it says right here, a ninja can retrain their ninja tricks. Like right here, monks can retrain their uh, feats. Uh, paladins can retrain their mercies. You know stuff like that so yeah I've, you can... I've definitely heard of the retraining of feats a lot um in gcp there was a few instances where they were like yeah i don't really like this so they just had to find somebody that could teach them it so it was all but it, it's it seems real easy and a real simple change so i definitely for the majority of it I, i'm really down for a lot of that the HP one, I wouldn't do, but that's because, you know, the we have a rule in place yeah. to make it easier to get higher yeah. numbers. Yeah. But I love the idea that you can just, do you that. could potentially do it. Yeah. Yeah. You can also do stuff like, uh, you can learn new languages. If you take 20 days, you can learn a bonus language and it doesn't count against like your max language. Really? That's cool. Really? Yeah. That yeah. would be nice. You can retrain your racial trade if you wanted to. Oh, what? Yeah, you see that's interesting. And the way that retraining works is some training you need to do with a trainer and some you don't. So for example, ability score increase, you do not need a trainer. You just need to train for five days and pay the gold cost to retrain. Okay. And the gold cost for retraining is 10 times your level times the number of days required to retrain. So for example, we're level 10. Mm Mm-hmm. And if I wanted to retrain my ability score, it would take me five days. So it'd be 10 times 10 times five. So it'd be 500 gold to retrain your ability score improvement. That's not bad. And the cool thing about the retraining here, Scud, it specifically states right here, after the gold cost, uh, it says that this amount can uh, be paid in full during the training. Um, or you can divide these payments up over multiple days with your trainer. Okay. The training can also be 50% uh, higher or lower. Like the cost could be higher or lower depending on situational factors. Cool. And it also states that some training, uh, some retraining requires you to work with the trainer. However, if no suitable trainer is available, your DM might allow you to retrain by yourself by spending twice the normal time. Even if you train yourself, you may still pay the cost for training, but the cost does not double because of your doubled time. So, for example, okay. if I wanted to retrain my ninja trick during the time skip, but we can't find any ninja trainers from the blades, yeah. if I took twice as long to retrain that trick and pay the gold costs, if you would allow it, then I would be able to retrain that into something that would make sense. So, for example... What I would want to do is I would want to retrain my ninja trick into a combat feat, which would be right. weapon focused with my katana, which is yeah. our which is our deity's favorite weapon. Right. It's not like I'm retraining my ninja trick into like fucking 
like Mastering or yeah, you know, something like <laughs> insanely crazy or anything. Yeah. So like I really fucking think that the retraining rules in Pathfinder are awesome. So they're cool. really nice. Like, it's we, so fucking sweet, bro. We did one for Elias real early on. He wanted to get access to quick draw rather than something else. I don't remember what he took. It was something and, that he took because the reason he wanted to get rid of it is because it gave us all a bonus that did not stack with. Uh, that's right. It was it was yeah, like an inspiring bonus. call or it was something the same, like that. Something yeah, basically, like that, yeah. I think it gave the same bonus as a uh, Trucido's inspiring yeah. courage. So it was something. Yeah, yeah it was a morale bonus thing. But uh, in, in Bobby, yeah, you know, yeah. you, you go down a class like you go down a, like a, a path, and then halfway through the campaign shit happens uh-huh. you know you kind of got to go down the path that you've chosen yeah. and there's not much you can do unless your dm is willing to throw Born you with you on something yeah exactly unless they're trying to throw you a bone yeah it's going to be hard for you to like you know go down the situation that you're going down right now right Whereas pathfinder my character yochi was just a ninja that's all he was ever supposed to be and now he's the ninja samurai who is the fucking king's new bodyguard because the old one died. <laughs> yeah. And and now I'm even possibly going down like a third class, like doing some more shit. Like, yeah. this is shit that I could not have even imagined happening at the beginning no. of the campaign. And the this retraining would allow me to go down that like organic path without like, you know fucking myself because I didn't like have the like you know what I'm saying like in order oh, to yeah. go down this path I would have I need feats to go down these paths you know right right I mean, this retraining makes it to where I can retrain these feats and still be just as powerful as some of our most powerful characters mm-hmm. and still have like an awesome organic character development with your character yeah you just need uh you just, just need the money. gold and the time yeah. that's all you need yeah which I'm glad they entered in that you need the gold for it because yeah, agree. running across games, it's easy to just say, well, let's just wait five days, you right. know, and just sit here and it's like, okay, th- no problem. Like, obviously some games it's not going to work well in, but in Kingmaker, that's easy. It's just like, all right, we'll just stay at the kingdom for five days and get this done. But because there's a like, cost to it, it's a little harder to do mm-hmm. right now. You guys are fucking loaded. So it's a great time to start retraining anything you might need to. Or feel like you need to. But um, I'm definitely down for a lot of that. There's, I could see some DMs being like, you shouldn't... Or maybe locking some of those options off. But I think it's interesting to try to have them in there to see... Just like how busted they are. Because I've only heard one game. And they've only changed a feat once or twice, I think. But I mean, I don't, I don't see a problem with like changing a feat. Because the later it gets, the more... You know, I don't know. I th- I don't see a problem with it though. I I enjoy the idea of being able to train a feat, and I could see you making a case to do it in five E as well. Mm-hmm. But I feel like in five E, it's so much harder to get money. I don't know. In, in Pathfinder, it's like spoiled me with the like amount of gold. Well, gold yeah. and just everything has a price. If you were like, I want to buy this magic item, it has a price. It's already there for you. In right, 5e, I mean, it's like, I want to buy a plus one sword. They mm-hmm. don't have a price for you. It, it just is nope. what it is. 
I mean, uh, like, as far as that goes, I don't even know if I'm going to get, you know, samurai armor tomorrow. But if I do, I've got I've got it all planned out, bro. I'm gonna right. I'm gonna get that shit mithril. That's gonna cost me four thousand gold pieces. I'm gonna retrain my my feet. That's gonna that's gonna cost me a thousand gold if you'll allow. Um, and then like that's just kind of stuff that you can't really do with Fabi. As far as like, as far as like in depth like retraining or in depth like training your character like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. I feel like Five E also is like it's almost like Five E's like kinda you pick your track and it's hard to change the track. Very yes. hard. Yes. And I feel like if it's like going from a train to a car when you're playing Pathfinder. It's like yeah, there's certain things you can't do, but you have way more options. It's amazing. Yeah, I can see that. I can definitely see that. If I be, if you don't pick something that already complements the character, it probably won't merge yeah. well. Or if it will merge well, it's going to take a lot of time. I don't know. There's just all kinds of issues I have um, with just the way Five E feels after playing Pathfinder, and it's And I wonder if more groups have that feeling, or if we, I feel like we're an anomaly. I feel like it's just weird that we've. What, I, I have. Lock, well, I've locked into Pathfinder, and I'm locked into Pathfinder. I think it is the superior game compared, compared to 5e, which is weird. But I feel like there's so many people that are afraid of Pathfinder that they're not willing to give it a chance. And I wonder if they did, if it would be their game too. Kind of like what's happened to us. For me, I kind of feel like 5e is very good to get you into tabletop RPGs. Absolutely. But... Like, if you're wanting a little bit more... Because we played, what, 5e for almost two years before two we played years Pathfinder. Out. Yeah. So, it's very good to get you into it and used to, like, you know, turn economy and everything. Mm-hmm. And just the general mechanics. But, like, Pathfinder is so much more in-depth. It's like... 5e is kind of like the easy bake oven. And then yes. you move on to, like, a full-on baking studio with Pathfinder. Yes. That's very good. Yeah, yeah, that would actually, I like yeah, that. There you go. That one made that was perfect. Kind of yeah, like, easy bake oven I mean, to an actual conventional oven. It's kind of that like going from a train to a car. Yes, <laughs> I like the train car though. <laughs> um, I've heard people call it Math Finder too, which is That's really hilarious. funny to me because there's a lot of times we're playing where we're just like, <laughs> yeah. let's take a five minute break and really break down and make sure the bonuses correctly apply here. I mean, when it gets to that point, like it kind of do because I mean, yeah. like. When we were fighting Vorticai, I had to put on, uh, I had to put on, you know, uh, bonuses from Jusito's Inspire Courage, yep. from my rage. challenge, from Rage, from, uh, you know, two-weapon fighting. Uh, he, he did eventually, I think, cast haste on all of us, like, yep. at the very end. Uh, dude, it's just, there's so much, and it's like, each one of those is like plus this plus that and the path that i'm going down bro it's only it's I, just tell me more i've heard that there is a better roll 20 sheet than we're using that there's apparently one made by the community that's easier to use but at this point i don't want to move you guys this one's have, not bad when you get the hang of it right but I, and I don't know the difference i've just heard it's easier to 
manipulate on the other sheet. But I haven't really went too in-depth with it. It seems just as complicated. So, at this point, I feel like we should just stick to the one we all know before trying mm -hmm. to switch ball around. Do you guys want to hear some of Vortikai's stats? I forgot I could tell you about this now. I do, yeah. That'd be cool. Uh, so, he had a 26 AC. Jesus. Hey. The reason why... 26 AC club, let's go. 20, yeah, 26 <laughs> AC club. He had a plus four from Mage Armor. He had a plus two deflection bonus. Um, I think that was from his ring. I think he had a ring of protection. Um, he had plus of a natural armor from being a Cyclops. Ring of protection is stacked with Mage Armor, you fucking fool. This says it's a deflection bonus, not an armor bonus. I don't make the math here. I just, it's pre-made for me. I think it's, uh, Mage Armor counts as like armor, armor in Pathfinder. It doesn't count as a deflection bonus. It's just like a flat AC you add. Like you'd be putting on it. leather armor. I don't, no, I don't think so. I don't think the Mage Armor stacks. So Mage Armor is an armor bonus. Yeah. Uh, da, 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 da. Just... Armor bonus to AC and then Ring of Protection. Is it deflection? Because Shield of Faith deflection. So whenever I cast Shield of Faith, I, Shield of Faith, I lose my deflection bonus from my yeah, Ring so they of Protection. Should stack. Yeah, they stack each. Mm. Now the video game could screw up. We've seen that a few times now that it is that not. It's also true. With like the, we uh, we were looking at it last night, and the rapier should it scale off dex off, or strength, oh man, yeah. and it only it scales, scales off, off. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's true. It was just a flat. Yeah. Um. Okay, but yeah. So he had a plus two deflection bonus, plus seven natural bonus, and he had a plus four from shield. He could. He has a meta magic spell where he can quicken cast shield. Uh, so when the water elemental slithered into the room, he cast uh, shield as a I think a free action or yeah. a swift action. So yeah, he had a, a plus six uh, or a twenty six AC total. Um, and I I should have asked Tyler when he cast his spell magic if he wanted to remove fickle winds or any of the other two spells that were cast on him at the time. Because he could have dispelled more if he wanted to. Or not more, but chose more so. Yeah. Um, or he may have had to roll to uh, find the spell that he was looking for. Um, besides that, though, he was a 5th level caster. He had three 5th level spells he could uh, cast. Uh, he could cast Dominate Person. I changed that, though, uh, to Fickle Winds. Uh, Waves of Fatigue was the one that made everyone in the back feel sickened, I think, was the condition. Uh -huh. It was that Cohen spell. Uh, and then he... Uh, Quicken Shield was one of his 5th level spells. Um, he had Dimension Door prepared, Phantasmal Killer... Uh, da -da -da -da. He tried to I get me with that shit. Yeah, I did. I was like, I don't know who to hit him with. And I was like, I feel like it would mean the most to CJ once he pulls through it. I thought about Henry, but Henry kind of got bullied the entire fight. So, it's like, I don't know if I want to instantly kill Henry. He hasn't done anything I'll fight. Like, mm -hmm. Vordekai probably won't be scared of him because he's just sitting back there being strangled by a mummy. Um, I feel that. Yeah, yeah. you I also was talking bad shit to Vordekai, too. True. Uh, I knew one he was thing, gonna try and, like, take me out, and I was like, it is what it is, bro. I'm, one of one us thing is fucking I, dying. I absolutely had to change, though. Was his melee attack uh, plus 15 to hit it crit on a nineteen twenty. He had a uh, improved critical or whatever on his uh, touch uh -huh. attacks. It also includes paralysis if you fail. Uh -huh. However, 
his DC is way too high in my opinion, and the amount of time that the permanent per, or the paralysis lasts. The DC is 25, so DC oh 25 fortitude save, and the effect is permanent. 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 That's broken as fuck. Right. So I just knew from further or from previous encounters that you guys would not easily be able to get that 20, 25 DC. And I was like, I'm not going to make it permanent. I think one round of them being stunned is plenty. I think the only person that would have a chance at doing that would probably be me. What's no, your? I would have a chance. I mean, yeah, my you two, well, I think, maybe... are my fortitudes. Like they would, yeah, it'd be me and Siege. Honestly, they would probably be the like only two. Ten, not four. I think, I think I have either a plus eight or a plus nine. You want to know how much Henry has? How much? Plus one. He's a plus nine, I think. Really? Oh yeah, that's yeah. right. Henry had. Henry is. Uh, I forgot that he was like the most broken character that's ever been made of all time. Yeah, Juice pointed out something that I think Henry's uh, cheat might have so... got entered in wrong. Yeah, so me and Josh are going to look that. at it early tomorrow and just to double check everything. But I talked to Josh briefly about it, so he's aware of it. But ultimately, I don't think it's going to make a difference. I don't think all of a sudden he's going to make like, a huge difference. Yeah, yeah, because I think I think Josh will end up tanking two other stats to make him where he still is. Mm-hmm. That's just looking at some of the guides online. Um, but looking at Bordecai, I mean, that was pretty much it. He doesn't have anything too too crazy after that he had channel negative energy which he hit you guys with uh he was he's immune to cold electricity uh and undead traits uh which i don't think you guys hit him with cold or electricity uh he had dr to bludgeoning and magic and i think all of your attacks were magical i think i double checked that um yeah only magic oh he had a weakness his dude, weakness his was weakness, atrophy. Really? So what he is atrophy. I yeah, mean, that Shane, makes sense. Tell us about atrophy. So isn't um? Correct me if I'm wrong, but atrophy is like almost like you're breaking the person down again. Atrophy like from I think the the way the book read it. So Vorticai has been in in a resting state for so long. Oh, okay. Bones yeah, yeah, have yeah. like almost Sorry. solidified. The joints have. So he's like real stiff, and uh, if you there's a few spells that you can cause uh, atrophy effects on characters, and if you hit him with an atrophy effect, it causes like way more damage than it should have because he's already atrophy. He's already fighting that essentially, right? And uh, yeah, so well, that's nice. It was a very niche thing, and nobody rolled a skill check. I don't think against Vordekai. I don't know if you guys did or not. I don't remember you guys I... doing it. I don't know. I know I, I know. didn't. I can't I mean, remember. Juicito's usually the one that rolls the skill checks. He does. He normally nails them, so it's kind of hard to... It's uh, do it. Right. Um, besides that, that's pretty much it. You guys have already heard all the magic shit and everything. Oh, atrophied lich. Here it is. Okay. <clears throat> A lich that remains immobile and insensible for extended periods of time. Um, da 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 trying to find where the where it skips some of the lore info uh can grow atrophied the effect the exact effects of atrophy vary from lich to lich in vorticai's case his effective wizard level has declined from 20th level to 9th level uh note that these are not negative levels vorticai must earn them back 
normally. More troubling to the Lich is the fact that until he achieves at least 11th level, something is unusable. Uh, which I think you guys will find out tomorrow. I have a feeling. Oh. Um, but yeah, I mean, that was that was Vortikai. He was a Fuggers cool fight. dead for good, son. Dumb old oh, yeah. fucking pussy. He crumbled away. He's dead, dead. Pussy. <laughs> Alright, I think we need to no. hit the matter of the episode here. Lord the of the Rings. The it's Shrine Time. Let's it's go, Shane dude. Time. Alright, so what is today? Resident Today's the first. It, yeah, they, it premieres tomorrow. Tomorrow. And I think we get two episodes tomorrow. We do. I will say, as of right now, I'm not excited, nor am I against the show coming out. From what I've heard, I'm not excited. But I'm I'm going to give it a try. If I, if I watch the first episode, and I'm like, yeah, this just kind of sucks. I'm, yeah, I've, I've seen a lot of stuff on it. Like, not um, a lot of the story or anything because I don't really want to spoil too much right. especially because like knowing who the character are, characters are and watching some of those trailers I was like oh this doesn't make sense right um so spoilers ahead just in case uh if you plan on watching the rings of power we're gonna briefly talk about what is uh kind of casually available I think it this should talk about more about what's available in the trailer and what they've released kind of as a premise of the show so Shane I'm gonna read this to you first this is the premise of the show. Set thousands of years before the events of The Hobbit and The Lord of the Rings, the series is based on author J.R.R. Tolkien's History of Middle-Earth. It begins during a time of relative peace and covers all the major events of Middle-Earth's Second Age, the forging of the Rings of Power, the rise of the Dark Lord Sauron, the fall of the island kingdom of Numenor, Numenor and the last alliance between elves and men. These events take place over a thousand years in Tolkien's original story, but are condensed for the series. And that's, I think, the thing that people are most upset about. Yes, that it's very not, upset. It's not timeline canon. It's going to be more original idea canon. So, can I go on a rant real quick? Hit me with it, Shane. We got what like another kills me, 30 minutes. What kills oh. me about this series is, so Amazon bought... The rights to oh, the Lord of the Rings, fuck up Lord, Lord, Rings. Of the, Lord of the Rings movies, yep. and The Hobbit, but that also gave them the rights to the Lord of the Rings books and its appendices. Right. That's what they're basing this show off of. There's a book out there. I don't know if a lot of people know about it, but the Cimmerillion, which is um, J.R.R. Tolkien's notes, like compiled in timeline order, essentially by his son. I don't know why they would buy the rights to those books, but not be able to get the rights to the Cimmerillion, which would make the show a hundred times better. So they didn't buy the Cimmerillion? They just bought no. the... No. So, like, the appendices in the books, had, like, explain some of the background stories. And that's what they're basing this off of, I guess. I mean, I haven't seen a whole lot on it, because I kind of like going into new shows and stuff, like, fresh-eyed, essentially. Right. Well... So I found a bit here that seems to explain more of the business side of it. So I'm going to read this to you, see if it helps any. This is all off a Wikipedia page, by the way, so it could be completely off. Um, uh, Lord of the Rings, Lord of Rings of Power is an American fantasy television series based on the novel Lord of the Rings and its appendices by J.R.R. Tolkien. Developed by showrunners J.D. Payne and Patrick McKay uh, for the streaming service Prime. The series is set in the Second Age of Middle-Earth, a thousand years before. Yep, okay, we saw this already. 
Um, Amazon bought the television rights for Lord of the Rings for $250 million in November 2017, making a five-season production commitment worth at least $1 billion. This would make it the most expensive television series ever made. Payne and McKay were hired in July 2018. The series is primarily based on the appendices. Am I saying that right? Append appendices? Appendices, yeah. Appendices of the Lord of the Rings, which include discussion of the Second Age, and per the requirements of the Amazon deal with Tolkien Estate, it is not a continuation of Lord of the Rings and the Hobbit film trilogies. Despite this, the production intended to ev evoke the films using similar pro production design, younger versions of characters from the films, and theme music composed by Howard Shore, um, who composed the original scores for both trilogies. Bear McCreary composed the rest of the series' score. Uh, a large international cast was hired, and filming for the first season took place in New Zealand, where the films were produced. Mm -hmm. From February 2020 to August 21, there was a production of break of several months during the time due to COVID. Amazon moved production for future seasons to the United Kingdom. Filming the second season, filming of the second season is expected to begin in October 2020. I'm sorry, 2022. Um, it looks like we're getting eight episodes and two release on the second it has really? it has received generally positive reviews from critics with particularly praise for its visuals and musical score but some criticism for its pacing and that's i think that's the the brief idea of the show currently yeah so the pacing seems to be really weird yeah. so two characters in this that should not even exist in the same timeline yeah. or even be able to meet and I don't like I don't know maybe they're doing time skips who knows what they're actually doing in these episodes you know what I mean Yeah But so Asildor is one of the people from the Numenorean line or whatever like he's also in the Lord of the Rings movie he's the guy that oh. cuts the ring off Sauron's finger Okay yeah Him and Celebrimbor are literally like they're basically the entire second age apart almost Okay So cuz at the end of the, the second age ends when you know, they fight Sauron and Mordor and yes. cut his ring yeah. off. Yeah. But the Forging of the Rings happened, I'm pretty sure, at least half the Second Age before, so probably five to six hundred years before that, is when the Forging of the Rings happened with Celebrimbor and Sauron. And they made the Forging of the Rings after Sauron, right? Or was it before? When did when did um, the rings have formed? There it was before because and he got one of them. No, Sauron actually taught Celebrimbor how to make rings of power. Oh, okay. But he, so in the books, well, in the Cimmerillion more so than anything, because Sauron doesn't really get talked about, like the backstory of Sauron doesn't really get talked about a whole lot in either of the right. books, like the Hobbit or the trilogy. Sauron is actually like a shape changer, and he comes to Celebrimbor as, like, disguised as like an elven, kind of like emissary in a way. He's like, I can teach you how to smith things and all this stuff, because at this point, Sauron's kind of weaker. So, elves are... It's odd, because I could literally talk about this for hours. Because, depending on how old the elf is, and if they saw the trees in the first, like pre-first age of right. Middle-earth, like they could be way more powerful, and that's why in the movies, Galadriel is so powerful, because she's like one of the oldest elves in Middle-earth. Right. And she's is like, her dad? 
also one? Yes, he's also but seen... I don't... I don't... He's, I think he's still in the Undying Lands. Okay. Or... Hold up. I get the elves mixed up, because... There's like 40,000 of them in the Cimmerillion. So what I'm thinking of is... dad may uh... be dead, actually. Okay, okay. Okay, I'm thinking of a wrong elf. My bad. There's a lot of elves, you're right. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Continue. But, anyways, that's why Galadriel's like so powerful in the movies and stuff, and I'm kind of hoping they follow her story, because it's pretty cool. I think they're changing a little bit of it, but honestly, sure. like I'm fine with a little change. Keeps it a little it... current. I was going to say, I think it, sometimes I think change is good if you think about when these were written, you oh, know, yeah. and the, kind of the spacing in between to modernize the feel of a television show. Because while he might have written a good story, fitting it in like an eight part season could easily yeah. ruin the flow of the show if they, or the enjoy, you know, how enjoyable the show is by trying to do it more accurately with a modern day crowd. So I think the idea of changing it might be good. I'm just curious to see how they're going to change it. And if it's yeah. if it's fun for somebody that's a casual fan like me or how much you're how much fun you're going to have, you know, being a more serious fan of the series. Oh yeah. Like there's a lot of stuff that a lot of the like hardcore Tolkien fan base is upset about. Like one is like the depiction of dark elves which are the Sindar but Dark elves in Tolkien's world didn't mean like actual like dark elves. They meant the ones that didn't see the light. That's why they're right. called the dark elves. So have they they've changed what that meant? Is there a physical change? So like in Tolkien's world, the way he does evil and good is literally representation of color. So like they cast, I guess, an African American man or an some I can't think of the um mm -hmm. like an international right. That's the way they phrase like, it in this. Yeah. They have an international and cast. There's a man of darker skin depicting an elf. I'll put it that way. Right, right, right. And there were a lot of people that were kind of upset by that, and I really didn't get I could, it. I could see... I, I could see could it, but see also it. it's like... I mean, you know that orcs... They're not, orcs don't look like anything like elves, so I don't understand the depiction of it. Sure. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, I see what you're saying. Yeah. Like... Classically, Tolkien really was like white is good, yeah. black is not. Essentially, like right. that was his color scheme. That's right. He was a simple he... man. He saw things in black and yeah, white. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> but you got to think these books were written in the freaking 30s and 40s. Yeah, there was some uh, some modernization like, that wasn't there. Oh yet. yeah, even in the Lord of the Rings movies, like in the books, there's a much more like master servant vibe with Frodo and Sam, yeah. and it's very weird to read. Really? Okay. And I'm honestly like really glad they kind of changed it. Yeah. It, I've I've always heard Peter Jackson's adaptation has been excellent. It's very good. Um, I don't know how true it was, but I was saw a thing where like they reached out to Peter Jackson to kind of go over the script with like the overarching like I don't know outline. Sure. And like he was like, yeah, I'll do it, and then they never got back to him about it. But take that at face value because that was also like a headline on a news website that's you know yeah. just one of those rumor mill maybe the pop-up ones mm -hmm. so, yeah i i don't know i know people it's it's gonna be interesting because i'm excited for it that have been floating around that people have been upset about but i have another thing 
I don't it's know like um, like the Hobbit movies, Tario. Tario, like, the elf. Yeah, adding her to it. Uh huh. I don't really mind that. That was a character that Tolkien had written about, but didn't feel like it would sell. Essentially. Gotcha. Does um, so did, was Legolas in the Hobbit, like in the no. series of the books? Okay. Legolas's father was. Right. Um, it's so weird that they included him in the movies and. Honestly, it was probably an afterthought. Like, he probably didn't think too much of Legolas, like, in the books, I mean. Like, he probably oh. didn't think of Legolas till Lord of the Rings, the event of Lord of the Rings. Right, 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 right. Did, I mean, The um, Hobbit evolved as, like, a story he would tell his children at night. Right. And then it, slowly, it was more like, of a, a practice leading to the Lord of the Rings. Yeah. Did, uh, what was I thinking of? Um, I have no idea. Oh well, um, yeah. I, I had a question. I cannot remember it for the life of me. It had to something to do with Legolas, but I think you might have answered it there. But I can't Damn. remember what the actual question was either. So I, I can understand I why a lot of people are upset with the timeline too. To get back towards like the timeline aspect of it, right. because depending on how they depict it, if it's not time skips, it's going to be really weird how they weave everything in. Because like the right. whole part of like a sealed or coming to the like middle earth is sauron corrupts half of like uh the numenorians and they launch an attack on the undying land and then literal god sinks their island and makes the earth round in the same part because before that the earth was actually flat you miss oh it in like lord of the rings yeah what no hey. so now it's kind of weird because the elves can still get to the Undying Lands, but, like, mortals cannot. Why? Unless guided by an elf. Because, like, literally, for some reason, the way it's, like, explained in some of the stuff I've, like, watched and other things is... This is more towards, like, the really deep Tolkien stuff. Like, stuff he only written about, like, off-topic kind of things. Uh-huh. It's like a path opens up for them straight to the undying lands but if you're mortal you just circumnavigate the earth when you try to sail west hmm so that's why it's so important like at the end of the lord of the rings i assume you have you seen lord of the rings have you cj i have not no what do you Boiling care about i'm the yes. i'm the new lord of the rings now but you're what i'm the new lord of the rings now you're the, the new, new lord, lord of the rings, rings. yeah <laughs> okay <laughs> but um at the end you know what happens at the end of the third movie right it's good yeah yeah when they all go back Goku yeah dies. when they all go back it's very important yeah. that frodo's with them to get to where he wants to go essentially because if he wasn't he couldn't get there if that so, makes sense did this is definitely not about it's kind of off topic but did aragorn go back did he go there no Okay, no, I didn't no. know. I remember he was partially raised by elves. No, he was, but he was also like he's the king, right? That was no, always. But I didn't know if I don't know his story at all. I feel like his father was killed very young, and that's why he okay. was raised by Elrond. And fun fact: him and Elrond are actually distantly related. Oh, so his wife? No, like, like actually related even before the wife. No, 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 no. That's what I'm saying. Like, his wife is, uh, what, like a third, fourth cousin? 
more like you know several thousands years of generation removed but yeah okay that's fine that's cool because elrond that's is cool. actually that's cool elrond's brother <laughs> was the first numenorean so how long can these two live for uh like elrond elrond elves can live pretty much indefinitely unless they get killed by like they don't A really person. get sick per se right. but as long as they have they can die of like hunger and all that right but they're not gonna die of like you know disease or like cancer or anything like that they can live indefinitely it's pretty cool but is it, that's not every elf right or is that every yeah, elf pretty okay. much every elf yeah i thought the elves that saw the tree were the only ones that could live forever no 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 okay it might be different with the sindar because they never saw the trees or anything like that because right. they never went to the undying lands because in the beginning there were three elf factions. You have one, the Noldor, which are the ones that are like pretty much the main elves. Right. The Sindar, and then the um, I think it's Tataldari or something like that. But they're seafaring elves. They don't really, you never really see them that much. But well, they're at the sea. Well, they never really left. Came like they never they went to the Undying Lands, but they never really came back to Middle Earth. So that's I mean, why you never really see them. It doesn't really seem like a good reason to come back to Middle Earth. Middle Earth kind of seems shitty. Um. Yes. Like, yeah. The, I mean, the Undying Lands sounds way nicer than Middle Earth in general. Yeah. They and are. I've never um, been to these places. The way the world. So the way I like to explain the power hierarchy in Lord of the Rings is you have Eru, which is essentially God, like all powerful, all knowing whatever omnipresent however you want to phrase it and then you have the Valar which are basically like these are really Christian parallels in power essentially because the Valar are kind of like archangels okay like they're really powerful in their own right and is that um uh Gandalf whatever no so okay he is he's a Maiar which is the one below uh. the Valar Okay, okay. Which are essentially angels. And they actually... So, you know in Lord of the Rings when Frodo wears the ring and he sees the Witch King and all them? Yes. In, like, their wraith form? Yes. There is two worlds in Tolkien's world. You have the seen and the unseen. Pretty easy. Yes. Um. <laughs> so that's why, like, Sauron kind of sticks around is because he has a physical thing, but he can also move through the unseen as well. But I think the whole ring being a horcrux kind of idea yeah. like he bound his life force to this physical object so if that gets destroyed he's gone so can he essentially planeswalk uh, if if it's not like seen and unseen as two planes yeah he can move in between but it's not like you can use it to like dimension door or anything like that like right, you can't you like, just, like move yeah no you would have to be in the physical space and the non the unseen space essentially maybe that's easier to like it's yeah corporeal and incorporeal yeah so it's in it exists in the same like theoretical place but they're like t two separate doors essentially right 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 right. okay that makes sense well but, i'm i'm ultimately excited for the show i'm more yeah I'm, i think it's I'm gonna sorry. be good I said at the beginning I wasn't really excited. I'm more excited now that I've read things and I have a better mindset. Hearing all the people that kind of bashed it, like it's going to be terrible because obviously, you know, those get heard over more of your casual oh, yeah. views. Now that I've heard it's going to be potentially like they try to take 
the best idea with what they legally had to make a, a good story out of it, it's it could be okay now. I have I have more faith than than I did when we started this. Yeah, I had a I was reading. I didn't get to read the full article because I was reading on break at work. But there was um one where it's like it was saying that it made the new House of Dragon Game of Thrones like the visuals and everything made mm-hmm. that one look amateur. Oh, you're saying the new the Lord of the Rings show? Yes, made that the new Game of Thrones. Like, like a critic amateur. was saying that it made it, yeah, like Bronze awesome, League essentially. Man. That's awesome. I'm really excited about the visuals. Well, dude, like VFX artists, from everything I've heard about Marvel recently, the VFX artists are fucking spent. There's so many shows and movies nowadays that rely heavily on VFX that, like, uh, I know some of them came out and spoke about Marvel, but apparently Marvel's extremely demanding and has extremely short, uh, like, due date times and will just once you're hired they expect you to meet those timelines and Mm -hmm. a lot of people are choosing not to work with marvel now because of that reason and it it sucks but it's it's shown in stuff like um some of moon knight and she hulk and miss marvel because they just they're struggling they're on a timeline and they have a heavier budget i think like it may have been juice was telling me this but like the producer and the lead actress of She-Hulk came kind of came out and said, uh, like, yeah, it's kind of meh because of the reason of budgetary reasons. And it's just sad to hear that. So to hear that a show potentially is dominating VFX wise and it's a series like this could be well, extremely. So awesome. before like they started releasing trailers and everything, somehow someone got a hold of the numbers they actually spent on season one alone. Yeah. It was $465 million. I'd believe it. I'd believe but it. But also, they said that the, a lot of that's going to do to, like, rec- like CGI models of stuff they're going to reuse and all that stuff. So it's oh, like smart. To get the stuff kind of... It was a lot of startup costs for the show. Yeah. yeah. Okay. That It'll be really sense. good, I think. I'm excited for it. I kind of... I'm curious to see how these timelines go. Because if it's time skips, yeah. it's going to make a lot more sense. But if they're trying to, like, compress it, I don't know how that's going to go. When you mention time skips, I immediately think of the way The Witcher jumped back and forth in between stories and timelines. Mm-hmm. That would be weird. And I didn't like it when they did it in The Witcher. Um, just because I didn't understand that they were doing it. I had to figure it out myself. Yeah. But I also it was necessary in order to get everybody ready for season two. Yes, for sure. Definitely yeah. for sure. I haven't seen a lot of The Witcher season two, but I, yeah. Season two is pretty good. I think season one has been unbeatable for me, but season two was extremely fun. Yeah. All right. We're going to play a game now. It's All game right. time, Shane. You ready? Game time? Yes, it's game time. We are going to play... True or false, Lords of the Rings questions. Okay, we're yeah. gonna see. We're gonna test Shane's knowledge and see if he I'm actually the read these books or not. or not. Yeah. Our Lord of Ring. For, for starters, Ring. Potatoes. What do you do with them, Shane? You boil them, mash them, okay. and stick them in a stew. All right. That's just the intro. That's just the top of the screen. <laughs> Oil right. mash them, stick them in a stew. Question one. Okay. This is hard. I I have no idea if this is what this is. Frodo is 33 at the beginning of the Fellowship of the Ring. Yes. All right, true. It didn't tell me if that was false or not. 
Um, Lord of the Rings. Uh, Hobbits live in Bree. No. It's the Shire. Bree's at the on the outside of the shower. Sh- oh outside God. of the shower. Outside of the Shire. Uh, Mary and Pippin steal from Farmer. Wagat. Maggot. Wagat. It Wagget? looks like the gamer word. I'm gonna say that, but with a W. I'm probably gonna have to censor out. Oh yeah, that, yeah, that yeah, word yeah, yeah. I just accidentally said trying to. Read yeah, they that. changed that. I'm pretty sure they changed that in the films to maggot. Okay. So, true false. They do steal from him. All right, I'm gonna hit true. We'll see how we do. Yeah. I'm gonna crash uh, and burn here, boys. Oh, Durin's folk are dwarves. Yes. Seven rings were given to elves. No. Get quick. The fellowship consists of nine members. Everybody's counting right now. Except for CJ. CJ's just here for the ride. Yeah. Yeah. It did. Nine. True. Okay. Uh... Oh, okay, uh, Shane, so the first movie, this is the picture, and they want to know if this is the location or not. Uh, it's in the first movie, it's at the very end, it's when all those orcs start rushing them in the caves, and they're in that, uh, that tomb. Yeah. Uh, this is the tomb of Thor and Oakenshield? No. No. I also couldn't remember, I don't think it was. Uh, the Balrog Gandalf fought is known as Durin's Bane. Yes. Interesting. Yep. Uh, Gandalf tells Aragorn to look to the east on the first light of the fourth day. I think it's the fifth day. Alright, I'm going to hit false. Uh, question 10. A seeing stone is called a planetar? planetar? Palantar? Palantar? Yeah. It's like P-A-L-A-N-T-I-R? Yeah. Okay, true. Made by the Numenorians. Aragorn is 80. He's 88, I thought. I don't know, you told me. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he's 88. Alright, false. Think... Uh, Samwise Gamgee, Gamgee is Frodo's cook. No. He's his gardener. Pippin mm-hmm. and Frodo are second cousins. I feel like they could, that could be yeah true. they are because Frodo's from the Took side yes um the elvish word for friend is melon mm-hmm true like m-e-l-l-o-n yep uh Isildur how do you say the name Isildur Isildur is Aragorn's grandfather no no come I on I mean maybe if you know uh, grandfathers lasted about 3,000 years some do. Um, question 16. <laughs> Boromir is Faramir's younger brother. No. Oh. Mount Doom is also called Amonamarth. Oh, Lord, I have no idea about that one. Ooh. Amonamarth? A-M-O-N space A-M-A-R-T-H. It might Mon-Marth be, actually. The name of a Viking metal band. I think, I think it, it actually is because that's the elvish name for it. Alright, I'm going to hit Amon means hill, like hill okay. or mountain. True. We'll see where it ends. Uh, the Witch King is 
Angmar. Oh, I'm sorry. The Witch King of Angmar used to be an elf. I thought he used to be a man. I don't know, though. That's actually... False. What do you think? Uh... Yeah, I stick with false. False. The capital really of... Go ahead. What is it? No, you go ahead. I don't know if they actually got, like... And what I've read, because I've only read the books in the Cimmerillion, they don't really go into too depth with the Witch King, because he's more of, like, Third Age events. Or, like, the end of Second Age, Third Age events. And by the end of the Second Age, there's so much that goes on in the First Age of Middle-Earth that's basically the entirety of the Cimmerillion. Go ahead. Uh, question 19. The capital of Rohan is called Edoras. Yeah. True. Maybe there are 30 questions. Uh, Gandalf has a ring of power. Yes. He has the ring of flame. Oh, that was it. That was the last question. I think there were 20 of those. All right. True or false, you scored 90. And it doesn't... Oh, here it does. It does tell us. Okay. Um, so 90%. I mean, that's pretty good. We passed. All right. So Frodo is 33. True. Correct. Mm -hmm. Uh, hobbits live and breathe. False. Oh, I must have put true on accident. Yeah. So we get, okay. We got 95. 95. Um, Mary and Pippin steal from farmer Wagot. Uh, that's true actually. Mm -hmm. Okay. I put false. Oh, I may have misunderstood you on that one. And, W went the other way because of the movie. Um, so we got 100%. Oh, cool. Oh, I think. Let me double check. Yeah, we got 100%. Um, good job. Hey, Let's go. good job. Um, Durin's folk are dwarves. True. Yep. Seven rings were given to elves, which is false. Uh, they were the given to dwarves. Do what? They were given to dwarves. Seven were given to dwarves? Mm hmm. Wasn't it three to elves or five to elves? Three to elves. Three elves. How many to men? Nine. Nine to men, okay. Um, the fellowship consisted of nine members. True. Uh, this is the Tome of Thorin Oakenshield. False. It's the Tomb uh, of Balin, Gimli's cousin. Yeah. The Balrog... Thorin's built in Lonely Mountain. Is he? Which is... Yep. Was Lonely Mountain... Oh yeah, the Lonely Mountain's the That's one where he Balin. dies. Yeah. Yeah, okay. It wouldn't make sense for them to bury him, him somewhere else. Yeah. Uh, da, 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 da. The Balrog Gandalf fought is known as Durin's Bane. And who's Durin? Durin is essentially like, you know how Torag is in Pathfinder? Yes. He's like one of the first dwarves. He's one of the, it's like, if you can track your line all the way back to Durin, because Durin's like one of the first big dwarves mm, lineages. Okay. Uh Gandalf tells Aragorn to look to the east on the first light of the fourth day. False. Uh, is it the fifth day? Does it tell you the answer or not? No. It just says. I'm pretty it sure it tells me if day. false or true. Um, a seeing stone is called a. How do you say a palantar? Palantar. True. Aragorn is AD, which is false. Uh, Samwise Game G is Frodo's cook. False. Pippin and Frodo are second cousins. True. The elvish word for friend is Malone. True. Mm -hmm. Isildur is Aragorn's grandfather. False. Boromir is Faramir's younger brother. False. And Mount Doom is also called Amonimarth. True. 
Which I think it's funny because CJ, I also remember that Amata Marth is a metal band. So and like I recognize that. Band. Yeah. I recognize that and I was like, I think this is false. <laughs> um, the Witch King of Angmar used to be an elf, which is false. The capital of Rohan is called Edoras. True. And Gandalf has a ring of power. True. Doesn't he have the ring of fire? Yep. So the ring of fire. Um, Gilglad is in this. So the Who rings of power... That's the High King of the Noldor, which is the basically the main elf. Essentially, when you say Noldor, that's like all the elves that you see that are outside of Markwood. Okay. So, like, Legolas is not a Noldor. He's Sindar. Because like he's... an Orkel. Because he's okay, from Markwood. Okay. okay, that makes sense. Okay. Yeah. Well, shoot. So, like, Elrond's a Noldor... Um, Galadriel's an old whore. I'm pretty sure her husband's not, though. I think her husband might be dark, like the, the Sindar or Dark Elves. I think it's the Sindar, but I'm not 100% on that name. You know, this show also makes me think of something else. <clears throat> the Witcher show also has a spinoff coming. I don't know when it takes place, but it looks like it's really old in the timeline because I saw a human with an elf and a dwarf. Really? In the same, yeah, in like a combat premise. And it looked really cool because one thing I really liked about it was you would expect to see the elf like having like a, a very elegant, like thin sword or a bow and arrow. But this elf was like, I don't know, like 7'4 and looked like he weighed like 340 and he had a huge battle axe. And I was like, that's fucking cool. I like mm -hmm. that they didn't just do a stereotypical elf and they finally gave you an elf that's like a barbarian. Um, but I guess we're going to get something like that in the future too. It's going to be written, I think by the same people, but it may just be like a new version of the show, um, or a new version of some of the older myth of the stories. Uh, you didn't yeah, have to talk was... to, um, Seth about the Witcher. I think he's listened to the audiobooks. Oh, he has. Uh, I, I've started the first book of the trilogy no, wait, where am I at? I'm on the second book, I think, now. I've, I've read the first book. And I think I'm on the second book. Yeah, I haven't started the trilogy yet. Uh, the books are really good, though. It's super cool to see the book stories on the show. They're extremely fun to watch. Because they do such an accurate job of, like, pacing them and making them seem just well, like, like what they seem like in the show. Or in the book. Hint. Henry Cavell really wanted to make that character authentic to what the book is. Oh, he did an amazing job. He killed it. Um, I've heard, like, some of his, uh, are they, like, I wanted to say co-hosts, but they're not co-hosts. His, the other actors on co -stars. set. Co-stars. Co-stars, yeah. Uh, they, they mentioned that there's been times where they'll be He's filming like, a scene. The like, the what? He's like fought with the director or whatever. Oh no, they don't fight with Henry. <laughs> uh, there's been many times that uh, they'll be filming a scene over and over and they're kind of like, you know, this isn't really feeling right. And Henry will just like walk up and he'll be like, hey, um, what about in the scene? If instead of saying this, we use this line from like, the, and the, he knows the exact number and the exact page and the exact line from the exact book. And he's like, what if we use this line? And he just tells him the line. And he doesn't have like a book on in hand or anything. And they're just like, you know what, Henry, that actually sounds like a better idea. Let's just do that. And they just, they, they're like, yeah, they just listen to him. 
They just, they don't like question anything. They just they just like yeah, I think that's a good call. I think it was like in his contract when it came to that show that he could like because he's very much a giant nerd, which oh, is yeah. kind of ironic because you know he's Superman and yeah. honestly very attractive for you know yo it's true it's true but it's true though you know what i mean yeah yeah like he almost he missed his audition for he almost mi- missed his audition for um superman, superman yeah. because he was raiding on wow yeah and he didn't want to quit yep and i love it dude he's talked about uh playing warhammer many times on interviews yep. and they're constantly like yo. having to stop him from talking because mm-hmm. if he starts, he just can't stop. And people, just, and it's so funny because they just, they don't expect it. And then when they hear him talk about it, they're like, "Oh, this guy's a freaking nerd." And mm-hmm. then you can see some people just like not be interested in talking about it anymore. And it's so funny to me. I love it though, dude, because it's like he's probably the most mainstream nerd, honestly. Besides, yeah. like you know, GCP or anything like that, or like Critical Role. Yes. Yeah. He's just a guy. He just likes his shit. Like he knows what he likes, and he he makes movies based on what he likes. It's a shame we may not see him as Superman again. I'm but, okay. Like, it, yeah. I don't know, man. DC, I've kind of lost faith in. Actually, these last four movies they've done have been uh, extremely good. Uh, really, as far as online reviews, um, Black Adam, I think, got like an eighty-five percent. Um. The League of Super Pets, I know it's not really like a mainstream movie or anything, but it got uh, a 90%, I think, on Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, the Sandman like show dropping. did really well. Um, and there was something else that came out that also did... Oh, uh, The Batman. Robert Pattinson's Batman. I haven't seen that yet. That was a good fucking movie. It's like three hours long. We were going to watch it the other night, yeah. and we were like, well, damn, we don't have time. It's fucking great, too. There, I will say there's probably 30 minutes of just... Like, dramatic scenes that they could cut out to save time and it'd still be a well you know fluid movie without any kind of speed bumps or anything but I don't know I enjoyed it there's just these scenes where like it'll just be him staring at something and it'll just like be going back and forth like at his face versus the thing he's staring at back and forth and back and forth and it just it builds that tension really well but you could you're sometimes you're sitting there and you're like okay let's what what is it? What are you staring at? Like what is this clue? Uh, but they, I think it's been one of the best renditions of Batman. I think more to the detective side of Batman, isn't it? Rather Absolutely. than like it's more realistic. Yeah, yeah. He's not like a great fighter. Like he's a good fighter, but he's not the best fighter. Um, I mean, that's I never what like, especially in the comics and or comics and stuff. Like Batman's not known really for his fighting. It's you know the fact that he just knows how. Yes. To- go about things yeah and in this one he's supposed to be a very early uh batman so he's still kind of new to being like a vigilante so he has his like ups and downs and some rough patches and stuff but everything's very human in these batman movies or this batman movie uh so it's not like he's like a super cool guy uh he could give a shit about like the way he looks and the people he knows and stuff like that and it's more like i'm just trying to save the city so it, it's very different it's definitely not christian bales um but it's still a very fun movie and i've heard surprisingly enough the flash movie with ezra miller 
has been getting uh reviews right they've been doing like some screen tests and its reviews have been on par with christian or no yeah christian bale's batman really yeah which is extremely surprising like they're saying it's just as good as that which i find hard to believe because ezra miller has kind of been on a wild streak I don't know if you see any of his news clips. He's been wilding out lately, hasn't he? He's been doing some crazy shit. He's been, I think he like kidnapped somebody in another country. Uh, he broke into someone's bedroom and I think threatened them with a knife. Uh, I, there's all kinds of shit I've been hearing with him. But if his movie comes out that and it's great, I guess that's cool. But I just don't see it doing well at this point. <laughs> just for the fact that like, you know, he's, he's gone off the rails. Out. Yeah. I don't I mean, know. If yeah. You, I feel like if you came up to me and you're like, yeah, so our star of the movie uh, is in jail because last night he uh, broke in and assaulted somebody into their house. I'd be like, well, get him off the fucking movie set. Like, it, you know, like we're not going to make this movie if he can't act right and be there for shooting and whatnot. Like, I just, it's weird to me. But, Did he, like, do that while they were filming? I th think it was when they were in. I'm not sure, really. Maybe it's been since they've been done with it, or maybe it's been. I'm gonna say because, you know, like, honestly, rights. that's that's probably how it would go. You, you probably would just like see the movie canceled at that point because oh. it'd just be too much bad publicity. You know what I mean? Yeah. Which I mean, they just canceled Batgirl. They had a Batgirl. I can't movie believe that, out. dude. Apparently, they like weren't they like really honestly finished with that. I think they were pretty... I think they were still doing some filming, but they had a majority of it done, I think. Um, one thing I feel real bad about, I heard about this recently. Um, they had a, a little girl come in and fill some scenes, either as a younger Batgirl, or she was just there like as a fan of Batgirl in the movie. Um, mm -hmm. And the dad took a bunch of pictures on set, and you know she had some scenes on set, and the dad was the only one that was able to see her do it. And he really wanted to show like the clips and the pictures and, you know, when the full movie was released, you know, show all that to the rest of his family and his wife and her sisters and everything. But since they've canceled that movie, they haven't given him anything. And he's really upset and he want he wants what was promised to him. And now that the movie is a little girl, dude. Yeah. And a bunch of people are up in arms about it because they're not going to give it to him. And you know they're not going to give it to him. And it's just sad. Because it's like, you know, it's... I'm sure it was really cool for her. And now she's not going to be able to get that and have that experience. Because politics canceled the movie. So, but... Well, I've seen a thing like, uh, it seems like in 2021 or 2022 so far, they've canceled like seven shows with a female lead in movies. I don't know already. Why. You got me, man. Yeah. I don't There's know. There's nothing either. that's like. Honestly, so I've heard a lot of things have been happening with HBO, who owns DC. Um, oh, really? Or owns part of DC somehow. Uh, they. They canceled a whole bunch of series because apparently either HBO Now or HBO got bought out or something happened. And they're partially owned by the Discovery Channel now. And whoever owns the Discovery Channel doesn't do online streaming. So he wants to do more television. Shows. So he's like canceling a whole bunch of like HBO. 
products, I'm gonna say, but like really? some of their exclusive shows in order to try to build up, I guess, more of just the television stuff. But that mm -hmm. was like a, I think that was why Batgirl got canceled and stuff like that. Was it's just due to the streaming reasons. services. Yeah, and it's just all these projects are getting canceled because of people trying to make money. It's more business side than it is like anything else. And it's just, it's frustrating because somebody would have enjoyed that movie. You know, a little, the little girl that was in it probably would have enjoyed experiencing that moment. And now they're just like taking it. And I know they can't, you know, base an entire budget of a movie or whatever on a little girl's emotions, but it's unfortunate like, that it's happened the way it happened. Yeah. I don't understand it, man. Especially if it's almost done. Yeah, like, if you already have it complete and you've spent the money, like, why just watch it go down the drain at that point? Yeah, you might as well try to do something with it. Which I don't think I would have went and watched it. It just doesn't seem like a movie I would have interest in. But somebody might. And that's all it, that's all it needs at the end of the day. I don't really yeah. know much about DC and, and, like, I know a little bit about Marvel, but I never really fucked with, uh, much of like the comic superhero stuff but right. uh there's a player for kentucky this year that sounds like he is a dc villain you know his name? who yeah what is it he's a defensive lineman he's a sophomore this year i'm looking for him to have a breakout season yeah his name is octavius oxendine oh my god <laughs> it's his legitimate <laughs> name bro octavius oxendine Oxendine, yeah. Oxendine. His last name is Oxendine. Jeez. He sounds like a villain. You're right. His name that's is pretty... Ox. Oh, that's that's actually fucking. So he, cool. Doesn't he he's sound like he's a fucking? No, yeah, he's a defensive lineman. Please tell me he's a. Yeah. Oh, I was about to say it'd be awesome if he's a running back. <laughs> I mean, alignment's a pretty good spot he's for Ox. I mean, motherfucker, he's a big boy. I could imagine. He sounds like a big boy. Yeah, he's oh just awesome gosh. though. Have you ever heard a name like that, bro? No. Octavius Oxendine. It sounds like he's a fucking. He's gonna fight Spider-Man tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, tomorrow yeah, he's gonna show up with a costume like an ox. <laughs> he's gonna challenge some nerd on the streets to fight. Oh, speaking of the last thing I think I've heard of today that I can bring up that is kind of into this. Uh, I've heard that the guy that directs all of the Thor or the most recent Thor movies, Ta Taiki Watiti. I can't. Mm -hmm. I always get his name wrong. Or Taika Watiti, the guy that voices Korg and everything. Mm -hmm. I've heard there's a rumor that he won't be filming another Thor movie because Love and Thunder has done so poorly. And I don't know if we care about that. I'm kind of done with Marvel in a way. Like, I'm still slightly interested in what they could do. But most of me is just like, all right, it's we, we've experienced it. It's done. Like, yeah, I mean, you know, like, it's you time think. for something new. They're doing this for a different generation, though, because we grew up with, you know, Robert Downey Jr. was Iron Man, and we were super right. thrilled, because we were, like, 13 at the time when he got cast. Yep. And he killed it. It was really fun. But, mm -hmm. yeah, just, I don't know, like, I didn't watch the new Thor movie, because just because the trailer alone made it look like a joke. And I don't, I don't know, I don't want to go watch a comedy superhero movie. I do have to say, I watched it, up. and... It, <sighs> Like, I get you want to have comic relief, but a lot of that movie was supposed to be super dark. Yeah. And having, you know, them laugh in situations, it just... It, it, it Ruined the it, flow. Yeah, it was very interruptive. Mm -hmm. 
And I don't want that. I don't understand why they did it, to be quite honest. It's like you have a villain called Gore the God Butcher. Mm-hmm. And then you're going to make it a com- comedy kind of film. Like, I just don't understand why take that approach. Like, I know that's, like, kind of the, what he did with Thor Ragnarok, but... Yeah, but Thor it, Ragnarok it worked was... with Thor Ragnarok. It worked well. But mm-hmm. I don't think it works twice. And it seems to be... The consensus. You know, fact. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't mind starting to see more darker... Or maybe just in the middle Thor movies. But uh, once... Once a new Thor movie comes out, I'll watch it at home and I'll get a feel for it. And I have a feeling my suspicions seem to be true the way people have been like naturally kind of like, yeah, it's it's a silly movie. And I think once I see it, I'll agree that it's going to be a silly movie because it sounds like that. But um, yeah, guys, this is it. We're, we're wrapping up here. Um, you have any last questions? Dude, I have so you? many questions, but... I gotta watch the series first and remember all of the Lord of the Rings things that I do remember. Um, do you guys want to see the new Cantermart? It is true. You drew new Cantermart? Yeah. S- send it to us after this, but let me let me wrap it up because I am definitely curious to see it. Um, but uh, thank you, CJ, for being here. Shane, thank you for stopping by and telling me all mm-hmm. about the lore stuff that I've already forgotten, probably. Um, oh, I, I am excited to watch the show though and the few things that i'm going to remember from this being like i knew that i know what that means i've i've slightly learned more but uh yeah thank you for being here and uh for everybody listening we'll see you next session oh yeah let's <laughs> oh, yeah. go